0: hello everyone and welcome to another dne podcast today we do not have eamon and um i can actually give a quick explanation to as to why today's actually tuesday night not monday night the usually nights we record and um i was busy i was studying i have a supplementary exam on friday which i'm trying to study for and i wasn't home so unfortunately, that delayed to today, in which I was in a dinner, and they actually messed around with our schedule again. So I thought that instead of leaving you guys with no episode, I'd record one solo. Since Eamon has already done his, today is my solo episode. So hello everyone, and my name is Daniel. If you ha- if you didn't know. Um, I'm sorry for the lack of episodes last week. Um, actually, funny part of it, Amy and I actually went to Dark Sky together. We were meant to do an episode there. If you haven't heard of Dark Sky, it's a national park in Warrumbungle. Bungle. It's uh, about eight hours away from Brisbane, which is where we reside. And it apparently has the um, least, one of the least less sorry one of the least light pollutions in australia so there are a few places like that in australia but that is one of them and they're fairly rare so we went there to um, stargaze and it was really fun um, i even have a funny story at the end here if um, we do have time um, a little background to this episode i do not know if it's going to be a long or a short one I reckon I'm going to tell you guys who I am, what do I do, a few little uh, bits and pieces about myself, and then move along. Um, so yeah, we'll see if it will be a short or long one. Okay, so who am I? I am Daniel. I am from Brazil. I moved to Australia when I was about 15, 14 years old. Um in grade nine. I was supposed to be in grade ten, but I went back a year because I did not speak English at all. I knew how to say hello. How are you? And I am from Brazil and that was about as, as much as um I could do when I got here. Um I am currently at university. That's why I'm doing supplementary exam on Friday. I do engineering Um, mechanical and aerospace engineering they're actually both really fun I'm very interested on the physics and the mechanical side of um, everything basically I actually am fairly interested in the electrical and civil structures as well but I do I did lean into the mechanical side of things because spinning things are actually kind of fun to analyze Um, I plan to finish university at the end of this semester, and actually start in the workforce. I am a little bit unsure on what I will be doing. Um, It is a plan to go into the fence, but we'll see what happens. There's a lot to do, and there's quite a bit to get into the fence as well, so we'll see what ends up happening in my life. It's an interesting one. So I have have listened to MS Podcasts, um, on his solo one and basically I'd like to start with a little bit of why we started the podcast in which he explained as well but um, we basically have a lot of chats um, we, we still do even off <laughs> mic thankfully but um, we used to have a lot of chats at night and talk for about four or five hours and one day the idea of making a podcast popped up and we ran it pretty quickly. I believe the day after that idea was given, we went to the Westfield near our house and bought a mic. I already had a computer set up, so we just had to like look into audio and how to record it, and um, podcasts sort of um, websites and that we could use for it. And we we started pretty quickly after the idea was given, which, um, funnily enough is something that happens pretty often with us. We have an idea and it quickly ends up being reality, which it's somewhat really cool, um, to have a friendship like that. Um, it's, it's interesting because, um, we, Uh, if you you don't know this it will will be a lot of wheeze. it is our podcast so um, at least at the beginning here I'll be talking a lot about myself and Eamon as a as a together and then we I'll branch out to more of my life Um, so it was an interesting one how the podcast actually end up being because what happened was I had recently gone through um, an experience that did not enjoy at the time and I didn't understand it much at the time so it was hard to get my head back in the game of life I had gained quite a bit of weight and was only gaining more university got me to the most stressful stressed I've been in my entire life and um, it got to a point where after a terrible experience I decided that it was enough and I had to change. Um, it was an interesting way how I did it. But before I even begin, um, what happened in that transition was all of that happened. And Eamon, who is one of my best friends, we actually lived together. That's why we started the podcast together. Um, we um, he, he was in Japan at the time that all that happened. So... He came back home to a very sloppy Daniel, which is not actually who i am i'm a, if if you don't know me and you actually just listen to the podcast and is not around I am a person who's fairly organized I like things in um very specific ways and uh it <laughs> it can bother me a lot sometimes when things aren't um, uh, aren't properly planned and etc but with in saying that I am also a very spontaneous person so it is um a weird one I think I'm very specific about very certain things um so yeah Eamon just came back to a very sloppy sort of Daniel Uh, we started talking and he had he wanted to make a few changes in his life which he probably talked on his podcast and I decided to make some changes in my life as well. The funny part of the story is that we actually decided to do very similar things at the same sort of time. So the life changes I have been through um, is I started exercising more. Um, I started running uh, pretty much every day, um, trying to read more books, which I started reading so much and so often at that point on and meditating as well, which are the three things that probably changed my life the most since that time. Um all of that happened at the end of twenty twenty two and all the I started to change myself a lot from the from January twenty twenty three basically. Um and uh, to to be honest I can feel a lot of change just from doing little things and changing little habits, you know, the um, last semester was quite a hard semester for example at uni but their stress levels were a lot lower than they were ever at university even though i was taking a lot harder subjects um so it was interesting to see that change in mindset and in how actually improved even my physical health as well by changing my mental state um it was really amazing um if, if you listen to the podcast you probably know that we do have quite controversial ideas in regards to depression and anxiety um i myself believe those things exist but i also believe that um there's a lot of misdiagnoses on on it and a lot of people that say they are they just could do something else because what i believe is that um a lot of what those medications do is they give you um not only dopamine, but they actually just attempt to release things in your body or give you extra nutrients to your body. And you can do all that by having a regulated um, regime. So like food um, and exercising as well, which also really helps. It's a very, um, it's very given when I have ran and when I haven't, my mood changes so much um my the the amount that i can put out as well um when i run is so much more um than when i don't so it's it, it's fairly interesting how those little habit changes can actually change so much someone's life um with or without stress input in their lives you know um in regards to uni i believe there is uh like bad and good stress and the bad stress has basically gone away and the good stress just motivates me to keep going mostly um there is a few times that i do still lay in bad and really contemplate if i that's what i want to do but um those have become a lot less often and i can actually put out instead of just laying bad and soaking about my misfortune, which a lot of people are going through. So it's not really a misfortune. I'm very fortunate for being able to do so. And um, I am happy that I can. So there's no misfortune at all there. Um, A little bit more about the habit change. One thing that I really enjoyed about it was um, when I was having a terrible time in December 2022 um, what I did was I started journaling um, which really helped with putting emotions and thoughts down and the, the way I journal is I try to battle myself I discuss with myself what's actually happening in my life and why am I distressed why do I have those issues why do I think the way I'm thinking at the time and usually the answer to most things is that it really doesn't matter. All those issues don't really matter at the end of the day. So it's fairly easy to move on um, to the next thing. So after I started journaling, that gave me quite a bit of clearance in my head to what was going on. You can't explain. I explained to myself what was happening and I was able to make a switch But how I did it was actually in a very funny way, because I decided to change it on the 1st of January, and just change myself from then on. So I went to this mountain, I looked at the fireworks, wrote in my journal as I was watching the fireworks, and after that I went home and the next day I just started running um and I for a very long time for a few months rather I didn't I did it every day and now I've kind of stepped back a little bit and I do want to go back to it a lot more now um I'll I'll go I'll go back to why that is but um Yeah, it was a fairly interesting change. I started doing um, jujitsu, which was a nice change to life as well. Um, Having a little bit of combat, um, which it it just, honestly, if you haven't tried it, it boosts a lot of your confidence to what you can and can't do in um, a dangerous scenario, I guess, but also just like, it's fun to know you know you you get to have some fun with your friends and etc um you also kind of gather this um, like inner peace when you can actually when you are actually able to do anything about something it's just a lot easier to think to yourself it's not worth it so it kind of helps in difficult situations or stressful situations where you'd feel anger. is just no, there's no point to anger. Um, There's a lot of, (laughs) there's no point to a lot of emotions, really, in in my brain. Um, What else? So meditation also really helped. Um, What I try to do was do from 10 to 15 minutes every morning after my runs. And it was a really interesting experience because and you probably would have listened to it in the podcast but you start being able to picture things in your brain very clearly um if you haven't tried it I fully advise you to try because it's it's really cool to be able to imagine things just out of sounds so for example when you try to when you're breathing right and you're trying to pay attention to your breathing and your lungs filling in and your lungs um letting out air and you're just picturing your body as like a x-ray machine basically and you just see your lungs and you can see that air coming in and out basically that's that's one of the images you can also like picture yourself where you are in an empty space as well um you just breathe in breathe out and you just notice every part of your body and you can see yourself but obviously you can't see what's around you because your eyes are closed. So you can imagine yourself in any environment you like and that's amazing. It's it brings you such a peace of mind that it's unimaginable you are able to basically do anything you like in a meditation or a state. And we would probably would have talked about it in probably episode like four or five when we actually began the podcast because that's when we were going through the biggest part of our change. Um, what else? One thing that I did during that period as well at the start of the year is I got a tattoo of a delta symbol, um, which just means change in mathematics. And I quite love that tattoo. So if you ever meet me, if you know me, and you don't know that I have a tat, just ask for it. It's on my left forearm. Um, so I've talked about a little bit of my changes, the podcast. Um, now I can probably get into why do I love talking about things and why do I argue with Eamon all the time about things that we talk about in the podcast? Why do I have such strong ideas about such and such? Well, first of all, I do love history. I love physics. I love sciences. Physics is science, but physics came to my brain before science. Um, And I love learning about it. I love knowing some things. And I also love that everything is very uncertain with science. So changes are constantly happening. And all the theories that we have, although proven, they can always change. And it's it's a beauty. (laughs) It's amazing. There's so much that we still have to learn and there's so much that we don't know that it creates a fairly amazing assortment of <laughs> ideas, basically. And I love that. Um, so that's, that's why I love science. That's why I went into engineering as well, the idea of you are able to create your own solutions to everything, basically. Um, to every problem, you can have a solution. Um, with history, however, I like it because it, um, it can explain a lot about who we are now and who we can be, you know? Um, humans are ever-changing, but also not. <laughs> our technologies have grown so much, but our brains seem to have stayed fairly similar. Like, we, we've been speaking about not being animals or trying to run away from our animalistic instincts for so many thousand years now. Um, reading Meditations, for example, by Marcus Aurelius, it's still relatable till this day. And it was something that was written just a little bit after Christ. Um, so I think it was... I don't know if we still use that type of calendar, actually, now that I think about it. Post-domini. Um, yeah, it doesn't really matter. So I'm just going to say after Christ because that's the one that I remember. That's the calendar that I know. Um, so it's interesting. And, it, and even a little bit before then, Stoicism started, and then they already started talking about Um, the idea of the ever-changing animal that we are our technologies have grown so much since then but um, we as humans we have stayed a lot similar we still do the same thing with using knowledge previous knowledge that was given to us to create something new Um, I wouldn't say we're smarter as a species we kind of All we do is learn what people have already created you know so it's things that are common sense nowadays with things that we're not uh, you know like gravity for example even though it's still something it's still a point of discussion it's very interesting that it took us so long to realize that things fall to the ground and then someone like isaac newton decided to calculate the acceleration in which that is happening um so that is pretty amazing with the whole apple idea i don't know if many of those stories are true but they are fairly interesting to look through um what else so yeah see there we go there's a little bit about history that makes us understand us a little bit you know um also the whole idea that humans are therefore territory you know we are still very territorial animals even even though we're not individualistically oh actually i feel like we would be pretty individualistic territorial as well but that can be a discussion for another time but um, more as a country or whatever, we want to control and we want to know what's happening with other nations. We want to be in the top of the food chain always. And um, we take pride on the fact that we can think a little bit further than most animals and use tools because we can't fight many of those animals. So tools are very, very necessary. Um, So that's a little bit of my background in history. I also had this amazing teacher back in high school in Brazil, which really made me love history. Um, She was really good at teaching it and just made me want to keep learning, you know. It was an interesting time of my life. Um, Sometimes I do wonder what life could have been if I stayed because I did have a choice at some point and I decided to come here um how did it go so I used to live in this small town in Brazil and I was laying swimming so I became a professional swimmer I actually went to quite a few competitions um I went to one international competition and At one point, I moved to another city to continue my professional career. I had a few falling outs because I left. I was still a child, probably about 13, I believe, 12, 13. So I was living on my own at that point already, in another city, big city in Brazil, which is slightly terrifying. I feel like that's a very interesting thing to do as a, as a child, you know, but besides the point, um, I moved to that other town, and had a few quite funny experiences there, one thing that not a lot of people know is I actually moved to Australia during the riots in Brazil, I think that was twenty twenty twelve. 2012, no, it wouldn't have been 2012. Uh, when did I move here? So in 2023, so about 2013, about 20, yeah, 2013, 2012. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, those riots were huge. There were millions of people on the streets. Um, it started f- mainly because of a uh, 20 cent change on the bus fees and that was the hit that broke the camels back basically if that is the correct, correct sentence um there were so many people satisfied about a lot of things in brazil but when that fair changed that's when the giant awoke that's what they used to say and um yeah there was just millions of people walking in the streets and th- about like 5% of those people were like destroying and stealing things from shops um breaking whatever they would find on their path so basically what happened in, over covid in america but oh well mostly black lives matter in america but way prior to that um and basically what what did happen i remember this one time i was going i was leaving my english class because i did intensive english <clears throat> to come to australia and I, I remember walking and there was a SWAT team <laughs> to like protect and they asked to look inside my bag even though I was 14, 15 at the time they wanted to check my bag to check if I had any vinegar or any rocks about the vinegar was the funny part because if you don't know this tear gas which is what they actually throw at you when you're protesting and raking things um tear gas can be counteracted by vinegar so if you're having a riot and you reckon that's gonna happen grab some vinegar chuck on a towel and breathe that instead um never done it by the way but they did ask me and I knew of it and it was very interesting walking through a bunch of policemans with shields and armor <laughs> um just through a park and getting stopped by them it, so many people going to jail because of it so it was a little a little bit scary who knows you know especially a country like Brazil um regardless, what was in my choice of coming here? Well, I knew it was a little weird to be in a country like Brazil on my own. I was having issues with like trying to create an identity that that's still an issue, you know well, not an issue, but still a on- ongoing improvement basically. but um at the time it was just weird being a child in a city without with no parent. Um, just people that I was learning things with, people who didn't have much experience themselves. So, yeah, I think it was a very amazing idea to come here. Um, I at one point lived at the aquatic center in Brazil, where, in Campinas, where I used to live. And basically behind the aquatic center is a small favela. Which if you don't know the word favela, it's, it's just a slum. <laughs> where like poor people reside basically. But a lot of them does do have a lot of crimes that happen because they're poor. So there's not much to expect from it, you know. Like a lot of people try to grow. If, in, even on those societies, obviously a lot of people try to grow in the honest way. But look, if it was me and I was that poor that I couldn't eat i don't know how i would react you know so i'm not going to judge someone for their decisions in life in that sense because who knows um who knows how i would react to it you know but um yeah i lived basically just behind the favela and i'm pretty sure we had our house robbed at one one time well broken into because we weren't there but they didn't take anything of value i didn't have anything of value so not even that disappointed about it but that's okay it's it's a long time ago now so i decided to come to australia because it's a safer country um i've always learned to learn english as a and become fluent at it um so that was worthwhile I went to school with great, amazing people and um, some of whom I've, I'm have still friends with. Um, and ended up meeting Eamon that way as well. So one of our friends introduced us and it was really funny because he introduced us because Eamon was turning either 18 or 19 and he wanted, and and this guy wanted me to go to Eamon's party, but he didn't want to just plus one me. He wanted to, Eamon to know me first and invite me. So, <laughs> he worked. But that's where I'm at, basically. Eamon and Jack, who's our other housemate. Excuse me, just drinking some water. Um, So moving on from that, what did I? What else did I write here? Um, All right, so going back a little bit into the changes in my life, one of the things that I started reading a lot at the beginning, at the at the beginning, beginning was um, "Surrounded by Idiots," which I've already spoken about. It's a book about people's personality and how to understand and communicate with different types of people and people like yourself and how you they think how they react how you react and um, what are the best approaches in certain directions Um, it kind of fell into my self-improvement sort of idea something that i've always wanted to do and i finally am being able to do Um, my next few books were into stoicism and philosophy which i still want to read more but i'm taking a little break from them and reading other things instead along the same lines but um, not it exactly so i ended up reading meditations after that which was amazing Um, i read a little bit of letters by a stoic by seneca i still have to finish that book and i have not yet um they're just long letters which it was amazing at the time but i i started running out of time so it was not that great i have to go back to it (laughs) um why do i love philosophy and stoicism because they actually debate the world around us something that i've always done since a child it's um the world around us has a concept and it's always interesting to look at it like um you can you, you you probably hear it when you hear you listen to the podcast i i like to debate everything like it's it's it is a strange idea that we're here you know as human as anything as a soul inside a body like basically like a parasite you know Um, is us, are we a part of the body or are we just a soul, you know, inside a body? Um, I believe we're both as we respond to both, but um, you can live without limbs, you can't live without your brain. You can't even live with a fake heart, but you can't live without your brain. So... Is a brain a part of the body or is it a part of the soul, you know? Um, that is the beginning of the questioning, I reckon. And then you have, obviously, us being in a rock floating in space. And then you have the galaxies all around. Um, the idea that a being has created all of this the perfect way in a very what's the word, just very convenient, you know, everything feels very convenient, and I like that, I like debating it rather, it's interesting to think about everything, even like the things that we are able to construct, so I'm speaking to a microphone that is going to my laptop, that is recording the frequencies that my voice emits, so basically, the sounds that my voice emits, and it mimics afterwards in a different type of frequency. Obviously, my voice isn't going to sound perfect. It sounds the best it can, but is digitalized, so obviously it cuts a lot of frequencies, um, and it filters a lot as well. So it won't be perfect, at least not yet. But how crazy is being able to record it? You know, how crazy is it able to take a photo? Or video, I find those things fairly amusing that humans actually were able to create those out of little circuits and um, going even further, being able to create electricity, you know, which electricity is energy. So we just use energy to light up our lights and compute and charge our computers charge our phones those are very interesting concept that humans had to come up with and it's a part of engineering that i love as well is learning the background of a lot of those things so um well (laughs) i went on a huge tangent from stoicism um but yeah I, I just love the idea of being able to question things around us question other people that are around us um also the peace of mind of things don't actually matter as much as we make it out to be it life becomes a lot more beautiful when you stop caring about things that do not matter and actually put your head to things that are in your control you know, there's no point of getting angry of something that does not, is not out your reach. So if you can't, if you can't control it, there is no point in feeling sad or happy about it. It's just, there's neutrality to it, you know. Um, I do also love the idea of not feeling happy or sad about most things. It's just being able to take information and just, Um, process it and be I I do like the idea of being grateful for something being grateful um, and reporting that into a journal or something of the sort but um, yeah emotions feel pretty instinctual at this point for me and I'm trying to avoid acting on them most of the time because they actually generate a lot of bad instead of a lot of good most of the time um so it's a forever improvement that i want to do here on that sense that's how i learned as a child you know my both of my parents are very emotional people and they act a lot upon their emotions so it's um it's a hard goal to have especially when you grow up with such environment but it's not impossible and i can see that it's not impossible because i've changed a lot in such a short period of time um you obviously don't know you don't know if you knew me before um but if you know me now i don't even know if those are things that you could actually even tell you know unless you lived with me and you had constant interactions with me every second or Every day, almost. You can tell. But otherwise, I don't know if it's that possible. Because I'm not around the world trying to preach anything. It's just having a better, more stable sort of peace of mind, basically. Um, Moving on a little bit from Stoicism and Philosophy. um, I actually also started reading um, a little bit about um other sort of faiths so for example i did read a book about um buddhism which was really good is the afold path a- the noble afold path i actually did not finish that book which i i should but it explains about the the right action um the right thinking uh, the right speech you know it's just um In Buddhism, what I've understood from that book is that um, there are certain rules to what we do. So, the dominion of man doesn't actually have any rules per se, um, apart from the ones that we have written on our laws, but that doesn't create any barriers. But in the world of Buddhism, there are certain barriers, and if you surpass those, you will be you'll you'll suffer in another way either on this life or another life and i thought that was really interesting because um the idea of anything that is bad it reflects on suffering on on the word of buddhism and i've i've been hearing a lot of that word lately um whether it's in reading or not in reading but it's, it's an interesting word, it it has such a strong connotation to it, I feel like suffering feels pretty, pretty down, you know, um, and I enjoy the idea of reflecting on it, because for example, I'm reading The Man's Search for Meaning currently, and he actually talks a lot about suffering on his book, but as buddhism stoicism and this book is saying is um living life is suffering and you need to find meaning in your suffering because without suffering life has no meaning and i i enjoy the idea of that because it's just sort of the idea that you have ups and downs and On the stoic way of it, just like to not react to not um just just to be completely neutral about certain those certain of situations because at the end of the day if you have a negative um if if even if you have a positive right if you have a positive reaction if you're very happy then that means you will likely be sad at some point, you know, because there, there is such thing as a balance. Um, it's it's an interesting one. <laughs> but going back to the message for minis me, about a guy who's in the camp, concentration camps and he finds meaning on that, that suffering, which in the eyes of any person right now, you should probably understand that the holocaust was definitely one of the worst times for men especially if you were jewish in germany at that time or austria where the camps were um so it's it's a great book to read and it's it has a really good word to it you know because you you no no one would really understand it nowadays, although actually I did see something interesting about the slavery race. apparently we do live at a time where there are more slaves than ever, but we don't see it, so I don't know what they mean by it um, but it would be interesting to know um, maybe i'll I'll do more research on it and Maybe ponder with Eamon on the next episode. Um, What else is here? Okay, so... I have a little bit more to go here. Um, A little bit about my thoughts. So, welcome to my head. Um, One of the things that I think a lot about... And I don't know if that's just me. But I don't think it is because... I have heard other people mentioning things similar things to it, um, but it's the idea of disappearing. You know, um, I'm a guy. On my 24 year old, I could just go anywhere, and that would change people's life very little. You know, it's it's a funny feeling when you realize that you have very little meaning in the world not meaning sorry you have very little impact on the word world especially as persons such as myself um, maybe I will have some impact on the world who knows I would I would like to think that I will have some positive impact but who knows at the moment I am a university student who works as a bartender, so if I disappear, the university won't care for me, only about the fact that I spent, I have a lot of debt in my name for the uni, Um, work wouldn't care that much, they can just hire anyone, anyone has an experience, anyone can be a bartender, Um, there are certain pluses on myself, that I like for example, I am a reliable person, and I do give very, um I I I do give <laughs> that's a weird it's a weird sentence to say. I I give a lot of um time before I need some time off for my well there is a word to it and I can't remember so rip you guys going to have to think about it sorry. Um I give a lot of time before I need any time off for my manager so they can get me that time off. Apart from that, I will be extremely reliable. Um, so it's funny to think that if I left, nothing would change. And that unimaginable sense of freedom is kind of scary almost because I could just go anywhere and yet I do not. I could do anything I want and yet I do not. Obviously, I can't go Doing horrible things against the law, but if I was just literally driving around and going to who knows what place, that is completely legal and that's completely under my bounds. I still can do it, and I still do not do it. I could do any sport I like. I can learn. We we have we live in an incredible time in which we can look at anything. So I can literally learn anything I like on YouTube, and yet. I watch dumb videos. Mind-numbing videos. Reels. I had to delete YouTube. Can we talk about addiction for a second here? Like, that is a son type of addiction, right? Like, the idea that I had to delete the app because otherwise I will open it is so weird. I... I, will, I won't I will open it on my computer or laptop, but if I have it on my phone, my finger will go there naturally. Instagram is another one that... Oh, it's so weird how my finger just directly goes there. So I had to delete it also. <laughs> it's so crazy how they have manufactured all of these apps for you to be able... For you to be like mind-numbingly clicking on them, I don't know if it's the colors, I don't know if it's the interaction that you have while on the app, but it's so crazy that they have teams of psychologists working on it in order for you to click more. It's crazy. Anyway, going back to disappearing, it's just uh, it's just in a while a completely wild idea that you can do whatever you like and still not do it and even if you do it you feel like you're still doing less than you should because you still can do more there's a endless amount of things you can do in this world and it is sad to say that it is very unlikely that anyone will ever fulfill every single one of those things before they die and it's crazy that Even though I know this and I'm aware of this, I still sit around. (sighs) I still decided to go to uni and have this huge commitment that it is for five or whatever years I have been there. And it's crazy. And I could just disappear and just not even care about it. anyway that's that's a little bit of my rant in regards to disappearing there's a lot more to it it's a very a lot of a lot of the things i talk about are fairly complex in my brain and i can go on for hours but obviously there are time frames and time um constrictions on everything here so um yeah moving on it probably goes the rant about disappearing probably goes a lot into the like life crisis, which is what am i doing why am i doing it and who am i really to think that is a good idea anyway so many people doing and what makes me think i am unique you know um i like to think i am especially because i'm here and i don't know about anybody else Um, For all I know, everybody else is a computer code. (laughs) So I don't believe that specifically, but it's just a a grounding thought. I can only see through my eyes. I cannot see through anybody else's eyes. So I feel like I am unique in that way. Um, Whether people can do what I do, I don't know. If they do it how I do it, I'll never know. Maybe, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Don't know how life really works in that way. I'd love to know, but there's nothing that proves anything about it. Um, That probably will follow into what are my beliefs. And I have none. Well, I do have beliefs. I believe there is something out there. I believe, even if not a creator, there is energies that are beyond our comprehension that are at work. You know, if, even the mere idea that cloud dust, space dust exists and that creates matter is already enough for me to think that there are greater things at work that we do not understand have you listener ever looked into the sky and ponder how crazy it is that you're looking at the sun or the moon the moon is literally just the sun light hitting a rock in space and you can see it It is unmanageably crazy how we are here in a little ball in the sky rotating around a star, conveniently in the correct spot for life to grow. But where does their life even come from? You know, we aren't from this planet, we didn't just grow from this planet, we came from somewhere from water maybe, but microbial water. But where does microbial water come from? Did we actually come from the stars or did we actually brew in on earth because of the environment? Well, do not know. We know we're here because of water and water isn't terrestrial. So it's an interesting one that we may never know. So my faith lies that there is something. There is something at play. But we don't know what. And I feel strange naming a specific God with a specific set of rules to it. I find it hard to tie the idea that I need to believe in something. I don't think there is anything to believe. It's 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 too crazy to believe in anything. I I would rather believe that the sun is my god than believe in random things that were created with intent. You know, there's a lot of religions that were created with intent behind. And who who's to say which ones did and which ones didn't? I know it's a fairly good and a fairly... Uh, is a fairly easy way to manipulate people. Napoleon knew this. You keep the population happy and you're free to go you know you can do basically whatever you want as long as the population's happy so you give them frivolous things and you can probably do some pretty bad stuff in between that they will maybe not even notice and if they notice they wouldn't care as much because they are fulfilled wow. on their own they're happy and religion fell in a lot of that it's I'm not against it. It, it it does create better humans a lot of the time a lot of the time it creates a lot of blind humans as well though like people that have ludicrous ideas and backwards thoughts um, as a person who is from Brazil it's It's an often talked topic, you know, the idea that religion really put down, for example, females in our country, you know, is only now they're being able to do more because of the common idea that men and women are separated due to God's idea to what men and women should do. Um, and I'm glad that idea is changing because it's prehistoric, let's be honest Um, maybe there was a positive to it at some point in our society but there is no more point to it we're literally just names at this point and we are just trying to do what we can for ourselves um and even if not for ourselves for to better our society or our world it's still all selfish meaning you're not actually helping anything extraterrestrial for that won't have any benefit on you so well that kind of falls into the selfish and selfless conversation that i have with them and i do believe they're selfless but in that regard, is I just think we are all working towards ourselves and our community and our society. Um, which, the hour stands for selfishness, basically. Um, anyway. I think that's pretty much it from me. There's so much in my brain. Um, I would love to actually... Sit down and explain to what goes on in Brobray because there's so much to it, and it's amazing when I do get to talk to people and they actually reflect my ideas or debate on them, um, and they have ideas of their own. I love that; that is something that actually fulfills my day. So, um, if anyone would like to ever chat, you can always reach us on Instagram. Give us a follow. It's just DNA podcasts. It was a pleasure talking to everyone. I hope you guys actually enjoyed this. Um, it's a funny experience talking to myself in a small room. It isn't the first time I have done it before for Simon's and etc. But this is the first time for the podcast. And it actually went ran for quite a bit, quite a long time. So I will be closing down now. Closing down. I'll be finishing up right now and um thank you so much for listening um don't forget you can rate our podcasts and let us know if you enjoyed it or didn't enjoy you can put thoughts down and those would actually help a lot so don't mind if you do thank you very much guys and enjoy the rest of your day evening or night Bye-bye.